Welcome to the Walking Down Main Street podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel. Coasters and Castles Travel has travel advisors in more than 35 states. We call our travel advisors vacation specialists. Our advisors can have specialties from theme park travel, ocean and river cruises, and all-inclusive resort travel. Our advisors travel frequently to better get to know the destinations our guests would like to travel to and regularly keep up with destination training. Our advisors do not charge a planning fee, so it costs our clients no more to book with us than it would to book direct with the supplier. For more information, go to www.travelcnc.com. That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. For a no-cost, no-obligation quote, we can also be reached by phone at 844-422-8785. Let me introduce everyone. I am Lynn Macalini, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel. We also have April Botta, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel. Hi, everyone. So excited to be talking travel with you. And then we are also joined by Whitney Maddox. She is a senior vacation specialist with Coasters and Castles Travel. Hello, friends. We will be bringing you an episode each week. We will have topics related to Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, cruising, and fun and sun vacations. We love travel and want to share our experiences with you. Episode number two. Today, we're going to be talking about our top five memories from past visits. We will start from with number five and work our way down to the number one memory from a past visit. April, let's start with you. What's your number five memory? Okay, so I remember a trip to Walt Disney World back in 2007. And it was a trip that we went and we stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter. And my father-in-law, who'd never been to Disney, and this was his one and only trip to Disney, came down and met us for several days. And at the time, my son was only two. And on day one of the trip, he learned a neat trick. So with our stroller, the strap, you could press a button and it would undo the clasps. So that way, you know, a child could be released from the stroller. Well, he figured that out right off. So like we walked into the park, he'd push the button, go underneath the tray and run as fast as his little legs could carry him. So that became the fun game. Anytime he went in the stroller, he'd wait till we'd start to push him. He'd go click under the tray and run as fast as he could. So one night we were leaving Fantasmic in Disney's Hollywood Studios and we were going out the back entrance to take you out near the main entrance of the park. And so we started pushing again and he goes click under the tray and starts starts running, and my father-in-law started to chase him for about four steps, said, nah, forget it, and gave up, and then my husband had to go running even faster because we thought my father-in-law was going to grab him, and my father was like, hey, nah, he's fine. Like, no, he's a two-year-old going out the crowd of the mass exodus, leaving Fantasmic, running down the street by himself, and my father-in-law thought it was no big deal. So... That was a conversation that we've had since that time of remember the time when Antonio was getting out of a stroller and Pop started to chase him and just said, nah, why bother? It's not important. 
you know, it's only your kid. You catch up to him eventually. So that is definitely, at the time, it was stressful. But now to look back, it's definitely a funny memory. And after that, I got like one of those big luggage clasps that you, the nylon luggage things with a big heavy duty clip that I would put around the stroller and him instead of having to buy a new stroller. And he couldn't get out of that. So that saved us for a while. But that was a long trip of trying to chase him getting out of the stroller every single time. So, all right, Whitney, what is your top five memory? So my number five memory is all of my adult trips. I really like adult trips to Disney. And of all of them that I've taken, which is a lot, I take a few with my girlfriends every year. And last year I went with my best friend, Annie. Uh, she was in charge of making the plane reservations and I was in charge of making the hotel reservations. And so we planned our trip and somewhere along the line, our wires got a little bit crossed and we were on the plane, uh, heading to Disney. And I asked her a question about what time we were leaving to fly home. And when she showed me the email, I said, oh, why does this say that we're leaving on Monday? And she said, because we're leaving on Monday. And I said, oh my gosh, I thought we were leaving on Sunday. We only have a hotel until Sunday, until Sunday, then we're leaving. And she's like, nope, nope, we're we're not leaving until Monday. So after we panicked a little bit, I was able to get online and book another night at Coronado Springs, which is where we were staying. And Thankfully, when we checked in, they let us combine, you know, our two reservations. And obviously, the front desk there thought that that was a pretty funny mistake. Um, my husband didn't think it was that funny. And he thought that I <laughs> did that on purpose, which I honestly did not do. Uh, but that was the happiest mistake that I have ever made. So I called them and said, well, we have a bit of an issue. Uh, Annie thought we were staying one more night. I thought we were leaving. And so our flight home isn't till Monday. So Hope you can figure out something with the kids because I won't be there. (laughs) Oh, darn. uh, You have to stay another night. Yeah. That's just too bad. Yep. And every trip I always wish like, oh, I wish that something would happen where I got stuck here. Uh, But it never happens. And that that time it did. So that was the happiest mistake that that I've ever had for a Disney trip. I remember that. I think you actually messaged me from the plane. Yeah, I probably did. Like, oh, wow. I, I I don't know what's going on. I thought we were leaving and we now we're staying an extra day. But that was that was fun. So what's yours, Lynn? What's your number five? So my number five memory is actually from our first annual meeting in October of 2016. Uh, when April and I had set up the agency in our planning, we had always said we wanted to have a meeting every year uh, that we could you know, have with our agents. It'd be a learning opportunity and a, a chance for us to meet each other. Uh, because even though we, we chat a lot on our Facebook group and we chat with each other over the phone, it's just not the same as actually meeting everyone in person. So for me, I was super excited to be able to meet all of our agents. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of a funny story. Uh, we, we planned on a scavenger hunt. Uh, we ended up only doing one leg of it, but in Epcot, uh, we had a bunch of things and the intention was is that they wouldn't actually have to do all of them but we wanted to make sure that they had a good amount to do for the day but not our agents our agents were very competitive and they wanted to finish all of them so they literally 
ran around like crazy people trying to find all of the items. So it was a lesson learned, you know, about our people. Um, and then we also got to surprise our agents with our first awards presentation, which they didn't know we were having. So that was really fun to do. Um, and for me as an owner, it was like a dream come true because we had planned that and it gave us the opportunity f- to fulfill that plan. So it was really a long t- a good time. Oh, sorry, we missed you on that one, uh, Whitney. I know. I was just a brand new agent. I was trying to come, but that's okay. I know. I remember. I was I, I was there in spirit and through like Facebook Live or something running through Epcot watching everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right too. I forgot we did that. I forgot we'd had the... the the Facebook because we I don't Own know if it was Facebook Live, but yeah, it was yeah. Um, people could be part of it through there. I forgot we had done that. That's funny. Yeah, that's um, fun. Uh, and then we I know we had everybody on um, for the auction that we did as well, so um, that was fun. Um, so moving on to number four, April, what's your number four memory? Okay, so back in 1995, uh, my grandparents lived in Florida. I lived in Mass as I do now. And I found out my grandmother was very ill, so I moved to Florida down with them to help. Um, My grandmother ended up passing away that summer, and so it came Thanksgiving time, and I was still staying with my grandfather. And we were trying to figure out what to do because it wasn't a normal Thanksgiving, and, you know, we definitely didn't want to have the same traditions that year. So I said, why don't we go to Disney? And he said, okay. And so we got one day tickets. He was in Fort Myers. So that uh, the night before we drove up to Orlando and we spent the night and we spent Thanksgiving day in Epcot, which is my favorite park. And so I really remember that trip for just being able to go through. That was my second time ever being to Epcot and going to the park and experiencing the attractions with him, just he and I. And he was an avid gardener, so he loved the living with the land ride. And that's still something that's important and very nostalgic for me to ride every year, every trip. I have to go on the land because I just remember how impressed he was to see all these new and exciting futuristic gardening techniques. And it, it was a very somber day, but it was still a very special day to have that with him. And, and that trip is really what started me on my total Disney obsession um, of going to see the parks and, and be there as much as possible. So I, I'm very thankful that we were able to have that trip together. All right, Whitney, what is four for you? My number four is actually back when I was in high school. I was a senior in high school, and I was picked at the end of my junior year at a one of our national dance competitions to be part of the United States dance team. So uh, we you know, trained through the summer and the fall. And we toured around and did some performances at different places like the Knicks game uh, in New York City. And then the uh, February of my senior year, we went down to Florida and we performed at Disney World and at Universal Studios CityWalk. And so when we were at Disney, we um, performed in Tomorrowland. And they used to have a huge stage there where uh, the, the new stage is a lot smaller, but they had this huge, huge stage called the Galaxy Palace Theater. And uh, it was just a really awesome memory. It was so cool to be able to be a part of that and dance there. Uh, We went down with my family and some of my friends, obviously, they were on the dance team. And I just, I had really a great time with my best friend, Alicia. 
And we kind of just, when we weren't dancing or training while we were down there, we were just like running all over the place, like riding everything. And I remember meeting all the characters one day with her and like, yeah, we were 18 and, you know, we were just the whole day we ran around and we met like every princess, every character, got our pictures, got autographs. And we were just like big kids. So that was a, that was a really great memory. I have to say I'm a little jealous. Yeah. (laughs) Because... When I was in high school, I was in marching band and in the choir, and we would travel a lot for those things, but we never got the chance to go to to Disney World, and they did it two years after I graduated. I was so mad. Yeah, that's They did it then, because the whole music department would go, so it would be the choir, the show choir, all that stuff, and they would perform, and uh, yeah, they did it after I graduated, so... Bummer. I missed it in high school too. I never got to go and I grew up dancing. And at that time you just didn't go to, we didn't go to Disney. So I never got to perform in Disney either. So I'm definitely jealous as well. That would be just so such an amazing memory. And it was, it was a very crazy surreal thing to happen to be there. Like as part of that. So I mean, even now you think about all the kids that get to sing in the candlelight processional. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was such a thing. I'm probably glad I didn't know because I would have been jealous about not being able to do that too. I know one of uh, our other agents, uh, Kara, has done that. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. So my number four memory is actually from my honeymoon in 2017. Um, now, my husband does not like his picture taken. I usually can convince him to do some, maybe a couple here and there during our vacation. But I was able to convince him to wear the groom ears for a picture in each park. I didn't make him wear them the whole day. There's no way I could have. Um, and I really don't blame them. They would have been hot. I actually did wear my bride ears some um, throughout that that week. But um, but I did get him to do that. For, so I have a picture of us in bride and groom ears. Um, and then we actually got married on April 2nd, but didn't have our honeymoon until the end of April, which is actually when my birthday is. Uh, so we ended up going to uh, Narcusis for... Um, a special dinner for our honeymoon and for my birthday. Um, and we actually got a ride because we transferred from the Wilderness Lodge Resort over to the um, uh, to Grand Floridian. And we're waiting for our, our, our luggage to come through the internal transfers. And then once we got the luggage, we actually went to um, – we're coming down, but we were going to be late for our reservation. So they actually gave us a ride on the golf carts because we were over where the villas are. So it's it's in between the main building and where the the um, chapel is. So we ended up um, getting a golf cart ride. We actually had some of the best service we've ever had on a Disney property at Grand Floridian. Um, and for that, uh, that stay, we actually stayed in three different resorts. We stayed in Wilderness Lodge, Grand Floridian, and the Caribbean Beach Pirate Rooms. So it was really fun um, to be able to do that. I had always wanted to do my honeymoon there, and um, and I always wanted to stay at Grand Floridian for my honeymoon. So to be able to do that for even a couple of nights was really fun. Um, so April, we're on to number three now. What's your number three memory? Okay, so last year we were able to go to Disneyland, and this was an amazing trip. My mother hadn't been there since 1978, so it had changed a little bit. And my kids, this was their first trip to Disneyland. And one of the mornings, we did a breakfast at uh, Storyteller Cafe at Disney's Grand Grand Californian Resort. And there they have breakfast with Mickey and Minnie and Chip and Dale. 
and it was a great breakfast. There was hardly anyone in the restaurant, so we pretty much had the characters to ourselves, and we got lots of attention by the characters. But one special moment is Mickey came over, and he asked my mother to dance. So Mickey danced with my mom around the restaurant, and it, it's just such a great memory that I'll always have of her. Where else can you go that Mickey's going to dance? you know, with you or to dance with her. I mean, she just was like over the moon about it. And I mean, the interactions, the character interactions in Disneyland really are amazing. We had so many great experiences that trip and uh, on a previous trip as well. But this is definitely one moment that I, I just will never forget because my mom was dancing with Mickey through the restaurant and it was perfect. So totally loved that. All right. It really Whitney, was very special. Yeah. Yeah, um, I remember watching him come over and tap on her sh her her shoulder, and and I don't think you would quite notice it yet, and um, just just that whole experience and the look on her face when he did that was just priceless. Oh, she was totally shocked. She wasn't expecting. I mean, you know, usually Mickey will come over, he'll give you a hug, he'll give you a kiss, but to ask her to dance, she was just completely surprised. So that was pretty cool, and I have it on video, so that one I'm happy about. Aw, so always cute. remember it. So cute. Well, yeah. my number three is actually last year on our big trip. We usually go on a long trip about 10 days once a year, my husband and my girls and I. And uh, my in-laws like to meet us down there for a few days. They've stayed on site a couple times. They've stayed off site and just met us for the day. But they like to kind of come and be a little bit part of the magic. And so we... Stayed at Port Orleans Riverside for the first part of our trip in the Royal Princess Rooms, which were a blast. We had a great time there. And then the last three nights, we moved over to the beach club, and we were staying club level. So it took me a little while to get there because Phil drove with his parents to get checked in and take our luggage. And I took the uh, bus and then the boat over with my girls and by the time I got there, Phil told me that when he went to check in, they said we were being upgraded. So it turns out we were upgraded to a two-bedroom suite, uh, still club level. And it was not only the most amazing room that I've obviously ever stayed in at Disney, but my in-laws were able to cancel their off-site portion and stay with us because there was enough room for them there. And they were just blown away by everything. This place had, you know, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, a big, huge living room, a breezeway, multiple patios. Uh, it was just incredible. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And being upgraded is definitely always something that's just like on my Disney bucket list. I, you hear about it and you're like, oh, that would be so cool to have this awesome upgrade. And then we got there and we had it. So uh, that was just the coolest experience that I've had. And uh, hopefully that will happen to me sometime again. I don't know. <laughs> you never know when pixie dust is going to happen. I know. It, um, was a, it was a good time. Now, was it a lock-off? So one was like a studio or was it a true two-bedroom? It was a true two-bedroom. Um, okay. Yes, it was a true two-bedroom. But you walked in because it wasn't in like the villa side. It was just a two-bedroom suite. Um, it was mm -hmm. the first floor. And it's like the corner of uh, one of the entrances into the beach club. So the front master bedroom looked over the boardwalk out front. So when you looked out there, you saw, you know, the lagoon and the boardwalk. And then the side of that room faced towards the Stormalong Bay pool. 
And okay. so it was just, and so then you walked through, there was a separate bathroom there. You walked through a little breezeway. There was a living room with a pullout couch mm-hmm. um, that could, you know, fit two people there. And then you walked into another bedroom that had two queens and a bathroom attached to that one. And that door or that bedroom actually had another door that went out. So there were two okay. separate entrance mm-hmm. exits or entrances into the room. So, you know, you could lock that door, but um it was just, it was just really cool. My in-laws were just like, their minds were blown that that was <laughs> where we were able to stay. And so it was yeah, a great it sounds time. Really cool. Yeah. Very cool. It sounds really cool. Yeah. So what about so you? My, What's yours? So my number three memory was actually from this past January. Uh, my husband has decided he wants to run and he's been doing some different road races. Um, in January of 2019, he ran the half marathon. But this year, he ran his first ever marathon. He had never run one before. Even in training, they recommend that you don't run the full marathon. So the most he had done was 20 miles. Um, And it was just really very um, emotional for me. Uh, You know, I did get to see him a couple of times. I saw him over in Epcot uh, shortly after he started. And then I saw him in Magic Kingdom. And then I wasn't going to be able to get to where he would be. Uh, in time for to see him in one of the other parks, just based on, you know, what was available for getting into the parks and all that stuff. So I didn't get to see him anywhere else other than I did see him go across the finish line. And I do have to say, I cried <laughs> like crocodile tears, big, huge crocodile tears. I was sobbing when he came across just because I was so proud of him. Um, and uh, so it was, it was definitely a really um, a, a great experience for me um, for him to be able to attain his goal and uh, and to do it in in my special place so that was my number three so we're down to number two it's going so quick um so april what's your number two memory okay so my last two memories will be with my kids and so my second to last memory second to favorite memory is with my daughter alex back in 2000 she was three years old and we were in disney's animal kingdom for the day we happened to be kind of relaxing in Dino Land, hanging out because it was really hot. And we're just kind of chilling. And there used to be picnic tables in kind of a quiet area back there, and back behind the store, Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures. And all of a sudden, the gate opened and out walked Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. They didn't have a cast member with them. It was just the characters. And it was just us. We were visiting with friends of ours. Scott and Tracy, and so it was my husband and I and Alex and Scott and Tracy, and here come four characters, and they stayed, and they hung out with us for, I don't know, like, it seemed like maybe 20 minutes, maybe it was only 15. There were no other guests around. We had them all to ourselves, and one of the cutest things is when the gate opened and Mickey walked through, Alex flung open her hands and started running to Mickey saying, Mickey, Mickey, it's me, it's me, it's Alex. Because we had seen Mickey the day before Magic Kingdom, and so, of course, he would remember her. Why wouldn't he? And so she ran up, and she gave him such a big hug, and spent so much time with him, and then Pluto came over, and he grabbed a stick and was actually drawing in the sand with Alex, drawing pictures. And then we were interacting with Goofy and with Donald, and oh my goodness, we all got so many pictures with them, and it actually got to the point where, like, I don't know what else to do because, I mean, there's only so much you can talk to something that isn't really talking back to you. 
Um, and, and so we we ended up separating and they went on their way. We went on our way. But that was one of those magical moments that you can never expect to happen. But to have those characters all to ourselves. And Alex was just over the moon to be playing with characters. I have so many pictures of her playing in the dirt with Pluto and hugging Goofy and Donald. And oh, my goodness, it was it was amazing. So that was definitely my favorite trip with her always. So uh, that's something I'll keep forever. I love those random character interactions where they just kind of come out of nowhere and, you know, spend a lot of time with them. Vivi, I had one of those with Vivi once when she hurt herself in Hollywood studios and she scraped her knee. And one of the green army men was like, just wouldn't leave her side. He, he, he said, Aww. wait, I'll be right back. And he came back. Well, he didn't say that, but he motioned to me to wait and he came back with all these band-aids and, you know, then he just kind of sat there by her stroller and hugged her and, you know, kissed her knee. And it was just so cute. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I love those. That's where the magic is. Yes. And it's just Absolutely. so unexpected, you know, like it was just a random thing. And and then he took them and he led them through the back of the line to meet Woody and Buzz you know, so we didn't have to wait. We went through this random door. He's like, you know, motion me to come on. And so we took him in there and we had all this time just hanging out with those characters. And it was just crazy. The line was like an hour and a half long and they just brought us in through this back door. And I'm like, geez, Vivi should get hurt more often. (laughs) (laughs) I love the green army men. I I can watch them for hours. They're so entertaining. Oh, they are so fun. So yeah, this was before this was before Toy Story Land was open too. So it was just you know Pixar Place was that little side Mm -hmm. street, and but that was a good day. Minus minus her boo boo. Right, right. I keep waiting for them to fall with those plates on their feet. I know. Seriously. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Well, let's see. My number two is my honeymoon. Phil and I went there on my honeymoon, and we had just the greatest time ever. He actually won a trip there with work right before we got married. And I was like, oh, this seems like the perfect place to go. And he had been there as a kid, you know, but I don't think they had ever like stayed on property or, you know, really gone all out. It was kind of more of like a let's go to Disney for the day type of thing. So then there was me. I was like, you need to eat everything in the shape of Mickey. (laughs) You need to like meet every character we have to go on every ride and do all the things and he was just like oh my gosh I think I might have scared him a little I don't think he knew really how Disney obsessed I I was before that (laughs) maybe he he kind of knew but when I when I was in my element he was like wow this girl's little cray 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 here yeah but now he joins you with it yeah now he's you know he he loves it now he just needed to be broken in you know he he needed (laughs) to have the magic Yeah, I was like, well, stuck with you. Too late now. Too late now, buddy. So, welcome (laughs) to the magic. Uh, But one of my favorite things that we did on that trip was we saw the Cirque du Soleil show, which then was La Nuba. And he still talks about that. That was the um, only time that I had ever seen a Cirque du Soleil. And he also, it was his only time. And uh, we were very excited because I did see that the new one is coming out or was supposed to come out in Disney Springs uh, this spring, which obviously I, I don't know when it's going to be pushed back to. But that one, I believe, is called Drawn to Life. And I think that it's, uh, you know, 
all different artistic stuff mixed in there. And it's just looks like it's going to be an awesome show. So I can't wait for that to debut because that will definitely be on the top of my list of things to do and take my kids to for sure because they love shows and stuff also. Yeah, so. I never got to Lanuba. I kept saying, oh, I got to do that one of these days. Ne- never expecting it would close. Yeah, I mean, it I should was, know better because things do that at Disney. But was, I, I got to do mean, the it, new one. It ran for a long time though, but it was... Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I mean, we were both just in absolute awe. And actually, I have a, you know, on the Disney buses, how they have like the posters that are up, Yep. you know, around. Uh, we had told the bus driver, you know, it's our anniversary and we were on our way to see Lanuba. And so he took that down off of there for me and gave it to me. Oh, cool. And wow. I still have that. So, uh all these years I still haven't gotten that framed, but that's, you know, on my, it's going to be 13 years here in a couple months, I don't know. <laughs> but I still have it. And it's you like, it's, it's sitting in my room right now. I'm like, I really need to get this framed. Like what's the matter? Oh, but that's amazing. It, yeah. It's just so cool to have, to have that still. And I look at that and just think how much fun we had on that trip. So good memories. So what about you, Lynn? What's your number two? So my number two is actually the first time I visited Walt Disney World, and I'm dating myself here. I was 17. It was in 1986, and um, back then there was only two parks. There was uh, Magic Kingdom, and there was Epcot. Um, Now, so many of the kids I went to school with would go on February vacation or would go on April vacation, and I never got to go. Year after year after year after year of wanting to go. And it just wasn't happening. And then my dad surprised us and told us that we'd be able to go. Um, I don't remember whether they told us at Christmas or what. But you would think that after all the years of anticipating going, that it would not live up to my expectations. But it exceeded it. And I still have, you know, memories. I can still picture some of the things that I did. Um, But... Interestingly enough, just a couple of weeks ago, I actually found the blue Mickey sweatshirt that I wore, that I bought there. So I still have that. I don't think it would fit me now, but I still have that, and hopefully I can get back into it. Um, and it's actually in pretty good condition. But uh, yeah, all those years ago, and that was the start of this this obsession I have. Um, you know, I had always wanted to go because it just you know, seeing all the things at Disney World, and I was always a ride person. Um, but just seeing all that stuff, it just looked like my utopia, even then. And even now, it's still my utopia. So another reason I can't wait to go back. So ladies, we are down to number one, what great memories we have so far. But now it's time for the big reveal, our top memory from a past visit. So April, what is your top memory? Okay, and that is with my son Antonio. So back on that same trip that we were there with my father-in-law back in 2007, and he was two. Now, one thing about my son is he's always been a charmer, and he's always been a ladies' man. He's 14 now, so fortunately not so much, not chasing the girls too much, but they may be chasing him, I don't know. But even as a baby, he was a flirt. He would be in his infant carrier, and he literally would be making eyes and cute little smiles anytime he saw a girl. And he had a thing for blondes. So when he was two, Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty were his girlfriends. He loved them. So one night we made dinner reservations at 1900 Park Fair in Disney's Grand Floridian Resort for Cinderella's Happily Ever After dinner. And that has Cinderella, Prince Charming, Lady Tremaine, and the Stepsisters. 
Well, when my son was two, he was little, and so he had his pacifier in his mouth. He was sitting in his high chair. He had a blankie because it's later in the day, and he's tired and hot. He saw Cinderella across the room. He literally threw his pacifier and blanket across the table. Can't be seen with those. No, no. Cinderella, when she got up to our table, she crouched down so she was eye level with him, and she sat and she talked to him for probably a good 10 minutes, just rubbing his cheeks, saying all kinds of little soft things to him, and he was absolutely in love. There was just, there's no other way to say it. I wish I had videoed that because, oh my goodness, it was just unbelievable. He just sat and he listened to every single word she and she just rubbed his cheeks and kept talking to him she didn't pay attention to the rest of us but that was fine she didn't have to it was all about him and she gave lipstick kisses all over his face oh my goodness and when it got time for her to leave and she said goodbye and left her table he picked up his pacifier and his blanket and he was back to being a baby again (laughs) but oh that still melts my heart to remember that and i'm going to just caveat that with one other memory because I tried to perpetuate the Cinderella's his girlfriend because when he was four, we made a reservation at Cinderella's royal table in Cinderella Castle. I bought him a Prince Charming costume, dressed up. I bought had a pillow made. I found little glass slippers. Oh my gosh. And and we actually went and bought a rose too. And my whole plan was for him to ask Cinderella to marry him. Because he'd been saying all along that he was going to marry her. So I had this whole plan that at lunch, we're going to meet him. He's going to present it with the glass slipper. So that was going to be a gift. He was going to get a rose. He was dressed up as Prince Charming. It was perfect. Well, it was lunchtime. <laughs> and my child gets a little hangry when Don't we he all. wants to eat. Don't we all get hangry, really? <laughs> and he did not cooperate so my dream this whole plan this whole trip I ought to all I can think of was this dinner and him presenting this to her and you know as a mom you think of it with like tears in your eyes because you're so excited and he was I had to hold him standing next to her because he wouldn't talk he was so grumpy we tried to give him snacks he didn't want anything to do with it he was just determined to be grumpy and he did not ask Cinderella to marry him. Aww. So we did give her the slipper. We gave her the rose. But the pictures, he's just sitting there with this pouty face and all the pictures. I'm like, oh. So sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. But it was still a great memory. And now I can torture him saying how he tried to ruin my lunch in Magic Kingdom when I made all these plans for him. <laughs> maybe maybe we should convince him to be Prince Kami at a, a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party sometime and get oh. see if we can get Cinderella's Royal Table um, reservations for for that night and see what we can get him to do. He's a little old I don't now. Know. But... <laughs> now he won't see the princesses so much. Even though, I mean, you'd think he would want to, but uh, now he's like, no, no, no. So I think I tried princesses too much when he was growing up. I don't know. Because when he was six, we actually went back to Cinderella's royal table and dressed him as Prince Charming again. The costume actually just still fit. And Anastasia and Drizella, the two stepsisters, were crazy over him. Because, you know, you go in, all the little girls are dressed up as princesses, but you never see the little boys dressed up. Mm -hmm. They were fighting over who was going to marry him, and they took him and they were dancing with him around the room. That he did enjoy. That was good. He had some food in his belly, so he was fine. And I've got tons of video of that. So that was a good thing. So at least we had some highlights. But 
after that, as he's gotten older, he's like, no, I don't want to see this. So I don't know. I think he felt kind of funny or something, but I still try. Yeah, yeah I think it would so. be hard going through, unless he was with a group of people that wanted to see them. Like if we wanted to see them, like we did in, uh, oh, that was with um, Chris when we were in Disneyland. That yeah, we saw but, um, Queen Anna, I mean, uh, Queen Elsa and, and Anna, so. Mm-hmm. He has seen them. I mean, he does because as an adult, I like to see all the characters. I want to get their signatures. And if my children are with me, my opinion is I've taken you to Disney. I've paid for your trip. You're going to do some things that I want to do. And if that means we're going to see the characters, well, oh, darn, you're going to suffer through and see characters. So <laughs> yeah. so he does get pictures with them. And, and I don't think he really minds all that much because they are in Disney. I mean, there are worse things in the world than being forced to see a pretty character. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Whitney, what is your number one memory? So my number one is back in 2015. Uh, October of 2015 was when we took our girls there for the first time. And they were 18 months and two and a half. Uh, Everybody said we were totally crazy. Like, how are you going to take the two of them? (laughs) They're both so little. And looking back on pictures, they really were very little. I don't know. They seemed so much bigger then. Now when I see an 18-month-old, I'm like, dang, you really were. We were kind of crazy. But now I tell everyone... I'm mad we didn't do that sooner because the way that they loved all of the characters and just they were just in total awe. And now when I I have clients or friends who go and I see their little babies who are like not even a year old and they're just so cute and smitten with all the characters, I'm like, oh, I should have taken mine sooner. But it's okay. Um, They got there still as cute little little girls. I made all their dresses for them, which I still do when we go. And uh, we just had the best time. It was our first family vacation with the four of us, you know, as a new new family. And uh, we stayed at Coronado Springs. We just had just such a blast. And I have great memories of Madeline just loved Snow White. We did every character meal, I think it was we went during free dining, and I just booked every meal possible. And I remember Phil saying, are you sure? Because they were under three. So they were free to the park and free to all the meals. So he's like, are you sure that this is okay? Because our kids eat a lot now and they ate a lot then. And we would just make them plates at the buffets. And he's like, I feel like this something's not right with this. What They're eating so much food. And I'm like, no, this is this is how it's supposed to be. Uh, but that was just, that's what restarted this crazy obsession of mine. And then it took so much learning that summer. I remember sitting there and just, you know, reading. Everything had changed because it had been a few years since Phil and I were there, maybe like three years. So it was before magic bands and stuff like that were introduced. And so I spent the whole summer, you know, looking up the different restaurants and looking into how to do the fast passes and all of that stuff. So when I got back and I had had such a great time and it was planned so well that, you know, my friends and family were asking me questions about their trips. And, you know, my husband kind of made a joke like, oh, this would be really nice if you would, you know, could get paid for the amount of time that you spend helping people and the amount of time you spend reading about Disney World. And, you know, then just a few short months later, Lynn basically dropped into my lap one day and she's like, hey, 
I'm like, oh, this is random. You're an agency owner. And so I had the interview and then I'm like, hey, Phil, I guess what? I'm, I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to make some money off Disney, planning Disney trips. He's like, okay. So, and now here I am. And my gosh, I guess it's it'll be four years here pretty soon. And it's been crazy. So that trip literally did change the course of my life. I mean, that's, if I hadn't gone, I wouldn't have done all of, you know, the research and the planning and I wouldn't be right here today. So that was definitely my favorite Disney memory. I introduced the girls to the magic. They are obsessed, as obsessed as I am. I've done my job. And uh, now I literally am doing this as a job. So and you certainly did show him that you can make money doing it. I did. My my original goal was like, oh, I'll just do this to pay for my one trip. So I could convince him, you know, look, we can go every year because I can make enough doing this, you know, to, to take us back and pay for my own obsession. And now I'm like, well, let's just go all the time. He's like, you're crazy. Never but now just he won. has high standards too. <laughs> he does. I know. I've He went from a newbie to like, he's so bougie now. He just... He like just has to stay at the nicest places, and he's like he's kind of a pain in the butt about it. But I mean, I yeah, well, whatever, you know. You've created monsters. Oh, I have a whole family of monsters now, so I don't know. There <laughs> yeah. are worse things, you know, exactly than being exactly. Disney obsessed. <laughs> yep. Your but, yeah. story does remind me, though, of of a question that we get so often about you know how early is too early to take, or what age is it best to take kids? Yeah. And, and I don't have kids, but this is just my perception. I feel like no matter what you take your kids to do, they're not going to remember it unless you're reinforcing it in some way. So whether it's showing them pictures, even if it's just going to the beach, if you take them to the beach once at two years old, they're not going to remember it unless you talk about it or take pictures. And so it's the same thing. And, and a lot of times there's pieces of magic that are only available when they're at that young age. Oh, you know, the little things that you see the kids do. April and I saw this little girl run up and hug Mickey. And I mean, she must have held on for a good 10 minutes, just holding on to his legs. And then he bent down and she hugged him again for another 10 minutes. And, and I didn't even care, you know, that it was taking us our time up because it was just that is the magic. Oh, yeah. And that love of this character that they see on the TV is just incredible. Um, and I, and I feel that same thing. So I totally understand what that little girl was feeling, but yeah. I yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I wish I had taken them earlier. I just, I didn't, it didn't even really cross my mind mostly cause I don't, I mean, that first couple of years, they're a year and two days apart. So, you know, for like three years of my life, it's quite a blur. I'm just like, well, the kids are alive and I fed them today and <laughs> bathed them. So <laughs> that was my main goal. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I still wish I had taken them a little, even a little bit younger, but that first trip, uh, you know, we got the memory maker like always. And, um, I have some amazing pictures of the last day that we were there in the hub grass in magic kingdom. And the girls were just teeny tiny twirling around. And that photo pass photographer just snapped a million pictures of them. And, they're just some of the cutest things I've ever seen. And Vivian had her little blankie, which she still has. She's still obsessed with this ridiculous blanket. It's tattered to bits, but that's in every picture of this. And I'm just like, it's just such, such great. So I don't know. That was a, that was a great, a great time. And I look back on that with, with a lot of happy memories. I'm glad, I'm glad we did that trip. Me too. So, yeah. It led to us. Awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. It changed my life. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And one thing I've always said about kids is when the kids are little, that's the trip for the parents. Yes, the kids may not remember it, but the parents will 110% remember every single minute. Those pictures of you holding your baby in front of Cinderella Castle, that's for the parents. The kids will remember the trips later. I mean, my daughter was six months old when she first went. My son was just under a year, probably about nine months old. And then I also went when I was pregnant with them as well, which that's a whole nother animal. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, they don't remember those really early trips. There are a few little things here and there that they've picked up when they were toddlers and such. But I have all those memories of them, of just those experiences. There's so many attractions that you can ride with a baby or a toddler. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's many opportunities and many things you can do. And they've got the baby care centers and there's a lot you can do. So those early trips, that's a memory for the parents. Yeah, and totally. trust me, you don't want to miss out on those memories because dressing up your baby as a princess is that's just right. as exciting as dressing up your four year old. You yes. love and eat up every single minute of it. So, yeah, absolutely. My, go. my sister-in-law, who's she was like, I am not taking my kids to Disney anytime soon. Like, no, no, no. And then they were down there. It's just her and her husband. And they have a little girl who just turned one in April. And so it was right, right before she turned a year old. And they were down there in Orlando staying, you know, offsite. And she just texted me, hey, we're thinking about going to Disney for the day, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, first of all, I'm just a little upset that I'm not there to witness this because like, I, I really wanted to be there to see her first trip, but okay, you can go. So they went to Magic Kingdom for the day. And of course, I'm like on my phone, just texting them the whole time. I'm getting her all the fast passes and she could not believe what she could do. She's like, is there a lot for her to, you know, see and ride and stuff? And I'm like, yes, it's oh the word. best park. So they just had a blast. They got there first thing in the morning. They were there till after fireworks. And, you know, she took a stroller nap. And she's like, all right, this is great. So uh, now I have to, now that I got her hooked, she's she's my next to bring back there and show her all the parks. Because I'm like, you need to stay on site and we have to go to every park. <laughs> she's like, okay, Whitney, calm yourself. <laughs> of course. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to calm myself. Well, I get it. I get too excited. We all, we're all passionate about it. So. Oh, you know. All right, Lynn, number one well, for you. My number one is a bit of a story. Um, when I was six years old, now mind you, I'm old. Um, but when I was six years old, my mother let me stay up for the New Year's uh, uh, shows and actually be able to see Midnight. And I was watching one of the New Year's Eve coverages, and they did a cutaway to uh, Walt Disney World. And I said, I want to be there someday for New Year's Eve. And back then, now mind you, again, I'm 51. So back then, the year 2000 seemed like it was a long way away. So I figured, okay, I'll be an adult. That'll be good. I think I was 31 at the time when it ended up uh, being the year 2000. Um, and so I decided that I was going to go for 1999-2000. And in 1999, I turned 30. So I technically was 30 and I would have turned 31 in, in um, 2000. And so I did decide to, to go. Um, I actually had gotten a new job that year. I even made sure that that was a condition of my employment that I'd be able to have that week off because usually you couldn't have the week between Christmas and New Year's off because it was a really heavy time in the financial industry. Mm-hmm. But I got that as a condition of my employment and nobody wanted to go. No family members wanted to go. No friends wanted to go. And I was really kind of stuck with a conundrum. I could either go by myself or not do it. And this was something I had been planning for 24 years. 
So, and I had decided on 99-2000. So by that point there, it had to be that year. I wouldn't be able to do it again um, a different year because the millennium was only going to happen that one year. So I decided to go. I actually was living in Massachusetts at the time. Got in my car at 8 o'clock p.m. Christmas night and started driving to Florida. Got as far as New Jersey and then uh, drove down, I think, to either the Carolinas or um, may have been even northern Florida the next day. And then I stayed with my aunt over in Zephyr Hills. And I would drive every day to Walt Disney World. I did a day at SeaWorld. Toward the end, I did meet up with a friend from high school who was down there. And then for the New Year's, I, I had bought tickets for another friend who had moved down there and her daughter. And we all went uh, together. Um, but I learned a lot about myself doing that. I learned um, life lessons that literally have uh, culminated in, you know, me being part of um, opening this agency. Because um, I learned that I can do anything that I put my mind to. I just have to, to do it. And, you know, sometimes we're going to run into challenges and it can derail us. But if you if it's still something that's important to you, you can find a way to do it. Um, and I actually think about that now with with all the stuff that we're, we're going through with the um, pandemic and realizing that that same strength that I learned that year is going to be helpful in recovering from, you know, all that that we're dealing with with this. So it was it was really a life changing event. Um, but it, that is definitely my my number one memory. So. Well, ladies, it's really been fun chatting with our and talking about our favorite memories. Um, and I do want to thank all our listeners for joining us for episode number two. Uh, next week, we will be talking about traveling to Walt Disney World for adults only. Just a reminder to be sure to check out the Walking Down Main Street blog. Many of the agents from Coasters and Castles Travel write articles and share fun information. That can be found on walkingdownmainstreet.com or by searching Walking Down Main Street on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. If there is a topic you would like to have us talk about, please feel free to email us at info at travelcnc.com. That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. A quick note about our sponsor. Coasters and Castles Travel is a full-service travel agency that specializes in Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Ocean and River Cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. The agency has been awarded the Authorized Disney Vacation Planner status and the You Preferred Partner Program with Universal Studios. The agency was also honored with the President's Award with Travel Leaders in 2019. Minutes are precious, so until we meet again, enjoy them with your friends and family. 